Welcome to Wonder World Book Cafe. I'm imagining we're nestled inside a cozy cafe with a cup of tea or a vanilla latte, chatting about our favorite books, authors, and anything else bookish. I'm Susan Taylor and so glad to be here right now. When deciding what to read, often I'm drawn to stories that fuel my own interest in history, love of travel, and longing to learn about people and cultures around our world. In this cafe, I serve up books written mostly for middle school students and young adults. But even though they're written for our preteens and teens, you'll find joy in these stories too. Books written for these audiences are very often compelling for readers of all ages. You're in the right place, especially if you'd like to know more about the world through the eyes of our youth and what they face growing up in today's landscape. You recommend books to others, especially younger audiences. Or you're a reader who's always up for new suggestions. I'm in the cafe, curled up in the cozy chair, the one by the window where sunlight is streaming in. With a book in my hand and steam rising from my mug, let's talk literature. And it's just like Baba says, it is in Jerusalem. Palestinians and Israelis may live side by side, their neighbors, but they don't ever want to be friends, not even in America. This quote is from today's featured book, Wishing Upon the Same Stars. This is Jaqueta Namar Feldman's debut novel, hashtag authors own voices, a term for works that are created by all authors and illustrators who share the identity of their characters. It's a work of fiction and 360 pages. While it's helpful to suggest age appropriateness when matching readers to books, remember this is subjective based on individual readers, their interests, and developmental levels. My recommendation for this audience is around ages age 10 and well beyond. I personally learned so much. The author mentions that this story is not autobiographical, though does draw upon her own experiences as the daughter of a Christian Palestinian father who was born and raised in Jerusalem. She says, being a part of a Jewish family inspired me to write a story for middle grade readers about the power of new beginnings between Palestinian Arabs and Jewish Israelis. This author addresses some difficult topics, the Palestinian and Israeli conflict, past and present, and the topic of dreamers, undocumented children who are not citizens of the United States. While this is most certainly set in the current time, there is some historical context which is beneficial to the story and not at all distracting, but very necessary. Baba's breaking news. We are leaving Detroit's snow shoveling winters behind. Baba has obtained his dream job in Texas. He tells his family that San Antonio has excellent schools for seventh grade Yasmin and her siblings. And they'll just love their new home. It's large, it's beautiful, in a neighborhood with lots of trees. But, for, but home for Yasmin is Detroit in her mostly Arab neighborhood. Home for her parents is in the Middle East. Home is not Texas. Yasmin, who loves math, is unhappy with navigating a new school where nobody can pronounce her name. She has to explain it like this. Yeah, with a soft S, then draw out the mean at the end for Yasmin. 
This leads to a conversation about where she's from, to which she replies, America, but then has to explain that her father is Palestinian from Jerusalem and her mother is Lebanese. Adjusting is so difficult. The so-called friends she thought she had turned out to be bullies. The lunchroom is a fiasco. Mother is working diligently to be involved in their new Catholic church and wants Yasmin to join the dance troupe there. Yasmin is not interested. Meanwhile, Baba is glued to the news about his home in Palestine, where his mother still resides in their family home. He explains the dire conditions for Palestinians in Jerusalem since the Nakba, the diaspora, where many Palestinians lost their homes and ended up in other countries. Furthermore, Yasmin's grandmother comes to Texas with all her Arab things and moves in with them when her home in Jerusalem is destroyed. Yasmin does meet some true friends, Esme and Carlos, who are cousins. Carlos's dad is a migrant worker, and they explain they are dreamers, undocumented, and not in Texas legally, even though they've been there most of their lives. They hope to become citizens, and Esme's dad hopes to be able to legally operate his successful business. As Yasmin's mother continues to make San Antonio feel like home, she discovers their neighbors. The Cohens are from Israel, but they're not Palestinian, they're Jewish. For Yasmin's parents, the decision is easy. They cannot be friends with this family, even though their children are of similar ages, and after all, they're neighbors. Then Yasmin and Eilat Cohen meet. Despite long-standing historical conflicts, these two girls become friends. Yasmin joins the math club, but doesn't tell her father that the coach is none other than their Jewish neighbor, Eilat's dad, Mr. Cohen. When Yasmin's father finds out, he and Mr. Cohen argue first about Yasmin's secret participation in math club, but ultimately about the age-old conflict between Palestinians and the Jewish, asking the question, whose country is Israel? The tension between their fathers weaves itself into Yasmin and Eilat's friendship, and they wonder if they can remain friends. Throughout the book, readers will enjoy learning Palestinian proverbs from Baba, and the deep-rooted argument between the fathers and their daughters provides the opportunity for all to ponder this proverb. You must learn to extend your feet as long as your mattress, which translates to stretch long, grow tall, be proud of who you are. I'd like to mention for some readers, certain topics are off limits or could be unsettling, especially when we consider our younger audiences. Racism among strangers and at school is going to be found on the pages of this book. Terrorist comments directed at Yasmin and race-related bullying are present. From listening thus far, you can see this book addresses so many topics through historical and current day lenses all written thoughtfully for the intended middle grade audience. There are so many topics in this book that will surely make readers wonder. After finishing Wishing Upon the Same Stars, readers may want to locate and learn more about Israel, Palestine, the West Bank, and the Gaza Strip, or discover the significance of Eilat's bat mitzvah, where she dedicates it to a Jewish girl who died during the Holocaust. If you're wondering who may be drawn to this story, let me share a tidbit from a children's literature researcher, Rudine Sims Bishop. She says, books should be windows into the realities of others, 
not just imaginary worlds. And books can be mirrors that reflect the lives of readers. Sliding glass doors refers to how readers can walk into a story and become part of the world created by the author. Readers become fully immersed in another experience. Using Rudine Sim Bishop's idea of windows, mirrors, and sliding glass doors, Arab and Jewish students, along with dreamers, will look into a mirror with this story. Further, Yasmin and Ayla's story serves as a sliding glass door and a window for all other readers to be fully immersed in experiences that may not be as familiar for them. All readers will appreciate vibrant characters, strong female role models, and stories about friendships that seem to defy the odds. Be sure to check out this author's website. It looks like she has a new book on the horizon, and I can't wait. Before I go, while I do buy many books, I also love to support my local library. When I searched for this book at my library, they didn't have it in stock. But I discovered something available through my library called Zip Books, where I can order a book from the library, have it delivered to my home, keep it for six weeks, and then return it to my library, where it then becomes available for others. So I'm pleased that Wishing Upon the Same Stars is in our library for others to enjoy. I also include a link to the publisher, HarperCollins, of Wishing Upon the Same Stars. Here you can read the first four chapters and listen to the first five-minute audio version of this book. If you're enjoying these episodes, would you mind rating, leaving a comment, and sharing it with others who may benefit? Be sure to check out the episode notes for more information and a transcript. Let's connect. Send an email to wonderworldbookcafe at gmail.com or find Wonder World Book Cafe on Instagram. Thanks for spending time in Wonder World Book Cafe. I hope you can create time to cozy up with your favorite beverage and a book this week. Be curious and wonder. The world needs the light that comes from a world of readers. Thank you.